Abby Eaton is the test driver for a TV show known as The Grand Tour. She's also down under in Australia trying her hand at supercars. We hear from her today on Inside Motorsport. I hope you'll stay with us. Tony Whitlock sat down with Abby Eaton and Peter Dorman to talk about her career so far. Abby is in Australia and has been covered by numerous media outlets because of her desire to come and drive here. I don't know if it's driving Australia, it's driving these cars is more to the point. So Abby, tell us where and when and how your desire to compete here. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do ever since I was a little kid, you know, my dad's how little? probably six, seven, something like that. Very well. Um, you know, my dad's raced ever since I was little, so I was at tracks from, you know, two months of age. Uh, but it was just, I think I came home one day and there was some supercars on the TV. And I remember walking past him and like, Dad, what's that? that? That looks really cool. That looks like a big go-kart, but just a lot faster and moves around. And um, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And unfortunately in the UK, supercars isn't quite as easy to watch um, on telly and so on. So you kind of have to find lots of ways on the dark web to, to watch it properly. But yeah, I think as the years have gone on, you know, you obviously get shown a lot of, um, exposed to a lot of championships in the UK, but none of them, to me, have the full package that Supercars, you know, has in, in Australia. And just being here at the weekend at Newcastle is just, yeah, it's made its mark. Were you pinching yourself? Am I really here? Am I really yeah, here? Yeah, to be honest, watching the start, you know, the noise of the cars and the atmosphere and the fans and, you know, everyone's so friendly. And it's, when, you, when you're in the UK, let's say the British Touring Cars, for example, you know, the, the show's kind of there, but it's very clinical. Like, there isn't any kind of real passion. It's, you feel it's just a business, and that's all it is. Whereas over here, the drivers, the teams, you know, they're all having a bit of fun with it. But when it comes down to it, they're all there to, to do the business. One of the things that here is very identifiable is that people mostly wear the colours. Mm. Is that you see that? Yeah, it's in the UK again. It's kind of similar, but certainly in Australia, there's more passion behind it. And but then equally, you know, you go to the other teams and the other colours, and and they've got equal uh, respect for them as well, which is nice to see. Pete Dorman met your father. He was on the Grand Tour in Europe early this in 2018. This is correct, Peter. Yeah, absolutely, that's correct. Where did you meet Paul? At Brands Hatch, and. Uh, he, uh, he has a replica uh, Brock Commodore, a uh, replica Group C car, and uh, of course we noticed the car and thought, damn, how did this all happen? You know, like a, a Brock Commodore racing at Brands Hatch, so we better go and talk to this old codger, and uh, turned out he's a really nice bloke. <laughs> and so you met Abby there? No, didn't meet Abby there. Um, it was really more just through, you know, Skyping and modern technology um, that we met Abby. But he pestered me for quite a long time to, um, you know, have a look at some of uh, Abby's in-car footage and stuff like that. And because I've done a DSO role for many categories for many years now, I've become pretty uh, expert, I think. Evaluating. At, at uh, yeah, watching in-car footage and... Not, not just seeing when mistakes are made, but um, I got a pretty sharp eye. And the very first uh, in-car footage I watched of Abby um, was in the Commodore. And I thought, whoa, this girl can drive. So I then watched, obviously, plenty more. And, um, yeah, just 
that, that concept in my mind has just grown and grown and to the point where I think she's one of the best uh, drivers I've ever seen watching in-car footage. And now the next step from here is we're in uh, uh, early December that you go and drive one of Matt Stone's cars. Yeah, so, you know, a few months ago I didn't actually think that would end up coming about. You know, it was all good intentions and a lot of hard work behind the scenes, but to now be here and to have a date in the bag is, is very exciting. Um, you know, I haven't got any kind of um, false uh, thoughts that it's going to be an easy ride. It's going to be extremely tough to kind of get dialed in and, and land the car, but that's the, the most um, fun part for me is to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone to learn what a car needs to do to perform well. And I think obviously, you know, the heat is going to be a little bit different, a new circuit, new car, new team. Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting and full-on day, but ultimately driving something I've dreamed to, to, of doing you know, ever since I was little. I think um, I remember a line, I, I think Jeff Brabham used it um, about Queensland Raceway. It's not Nürburgring. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks uh, fairly straightforward. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there'll be a lot to contend with as well. Um, and the good thing is, of course, that you just have to get it all so perfectly right to get that perfect lap in. Yeah, sounds yeah easy, easy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's the interesting thing about, um, for instance, racing in New Zealand and racing, and particular tracks um, like uh, Simmons Plains and Barbagello, you know, six, eight corners and that's it. Yeah. But if you don't get them right, then it sorry, you've lost you, three tenths. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Where are we? Oh, we're 23rd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Silverstone National Circuit is very much like that. Right. You know, it's got four or five corners, and it means that the racing is extremely close, but as you say, you know, a, a tiny mistake will put you ten places back. Yeah. So you know, it's going to keep me honest, which is a nice place to, you know, to start to, to know that it's just all going to be down to the driver and, um, and developing that as the day goes on. Yeah. Now, you met uh, Matt Stone and some of his team on Saturday for the first time. He flew in only and arrived and jumped on a passing taxi. Yeah, the, the Peter Dorman taxi picked me up. Um, and so yeah. the AMG took you up there pretty quick. Well, yeah, Joe was driving, Joe Gardner was driving. Oh, Joe so was driving. It took us a little bit longer than, um, yeah, than planned, right. but I had a snooze in the back. So, yeah, I landed at 6 o'clock in the morning and kind of went straight to the track. Mm. So thankfully I got a lot of sleep on the flight, so it wasn't too bad. And yeah. to be honest, I think I was running on adrenaline anyway, so... Yeah, everyone on the team really, really friendly and welcoming and, you know, it seems to, that they're almost kind of as excited as, as I am to get stuck in, which is lovely to have that support already. Um, and, yeah, it's good to work with. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, um, Stone Brothers, Jim and his son, Matt, are pretty serious racers. Yeah, well, they've got a lot of history behind them, um, which, again, is something when you're looking for a team, you know, you want to have that history and experience behind them because, ultimately, you know, they, they've got it what looks like quite a slick um, setup, which is going to help me in the long run with, with the driving. I'll know more on the 11th or after the 11th, um, but from what I've seen on the weekend at Newcastle, they know what they're doing. It seems as though this particular test has one unique characteristic in that your car is already sign-written. Yeah, which is a nice position to be in. Um, you know, I think that's down to the hard work of, of Peter and Joe back here. Um, I woke up one morning in the UK and the um, report was out and yeah out and done so it's lovely to see that you know Australian companies are looking to back something a little bit different and you know supporting the foreigner coming across here to do it but you know ultimately I think that you know bring something a little bit unique and special so hopefully my driving will do the talking on the day and and they'll be um, you know confident and pleased to have invested. Okay did you get a chance to talk to Simona at all? 
No, I didn't end up going to speak to her on the day. Yeah, okay. It'd be worthwhile having a chat to her. She, yeah, She lives definitely. up on the Gold Coast. Does she? Yeah, I well, know. That's an she excuse might... to go to the beach then. Yeah, <laughs> she might have actually bowled her back to Switzerland because she does sort of go End of the season, beach. I guess, yeah. So you've got that test. Um, have you got something else lined up for next year or this is all going to be... Um, back in the UK, the, the guy that I was racing with this year in the Ferrari, he's looking at probably getting a Lamborghini um, GT3 car. So I might end up doing a few outings with him in that in the UK. Um, Is that a domestic series? Yeah, so it's, it'll probably be in a series called GT Cup. Yep. Um, so national series with kind of different classes in it and stuff like that. But just to drive the car, you know, it's going to be a brand spanking new um you know, Lambo GT3, so just to get stuck in and see the difference between that and the Ferrari is going to be quite interesting. Yeah. You've been in a 488? Yeah, 488 challenge car, so not the GT3. Yeah. Um, and then the year before, I was in the GT3 car. Yeah. So the, the challenge car threw up, due to its name, um, some other challenges to, to kind of get the most out of it. But again, that's been really interesting, just learning how to get the most out of it throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much what I've got lined up. Um, the main focus is just being as prepared as I can be for these tests coming up. Yep. Ultimately, you know, I give everything 100% and if I wasn't as prepared to do it and it didn't go well, I would never forgive myself. So that's just been the aim for the last few months really is, is preparing for this. All right. Well, we certainly look forward to uh, seeing how it pans out for you. Mm, me too. And we'll be <laughs> watching closely to uh, what happens next. So thanks very much to Abby Eaton and Peter Dorman talking about her career and possibly in supercars beyond 2018. Fingers crossed. Thank you. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.